Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be joined by Dr. William Sawyer, who is the founder of the Henry the Hand Foundation. Now, Dr. Sawyer will be sharing the history of the foundation, which focuses on hand washing. In addition, Dr. Sawyer will also discuss hand washing versus the use of hand sanitizer, as well as some of the facts related to controlling picking up germs with your hands. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. And now let's hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Dr. William Sawyer. As you traveled across the continent in trucks, touching and picking up and grabbing and holding all kinds of stuff from all kinds of places that have been through all kinds of things touched by all kinds of hands along the way. Pay attention to what Dr. William Sawyer is about to tell us about National Hand Washing Awareness Week why it is, why it's important. Who is Henry? Anyway, Dr. Sawyer, good morning and welcome. Hi, Dave. Good morning. It's great to have you with us. You're up in Cincinnati, Ohio. Your practice is there. Correct, yeah. So I've been practicing family medicine since 1986, independent family practice. So I came up with this idea when my children were in daycare back in the late 80s, early 90s. Daycare, you go there and it's the cesspool where kids get sick and, oh my gosh, we need to protect them. So they're talking about hand washing and Henry the Hand was born. So it was very effective. The kids at daycare were healthy. In fact, healthier than the kids who stayed home because they were doing this at this local daycare. And gee whiz, this is something for the world. So they started with hand puppets and then we created a bigger puppet and a curriculum and I thought there should be funding for people to talk about hand washing because we could prevent a pandemic if everybody was washing their hands. And I'm sorry to say that the foundation wasn't as big and successful as it should have been based on what we've been through the last few years here. But we're still trying because hand washing is the number one public health infection prevention strategy because hands are the 10 most deadly weapons. I don't want to veer off way into the weeds here, but you mentioned COVID obliquely. One of the things that we learned about COVID is that it's coming from someone sneezing or coughing. But the other thing is, is that, yeah, if it doesn't land on you, it's going to land on something. And if you touch that something within a certain amount of time, and then you rub your nose or your eye or whatever, you can infect that way. What is your assessment of our performance as a society in terms of how we addressed hand sanitizing during COVID? Hand sanitizing, it didn't get enough attention. You heard that was, it's airborne. People were given the image of, it's like a helicopter hovering in the air. Those six foot stickers are still everywhere you go, right? Yeah, duck, duck, duck. What they didn't understand is the cross-contamination issue, which is the majority of the way you get sick and the way it transfers to your mucous membranes, which are the eye, nose, and mouth. There are only five holes in your head that you have to protect from respiratory infections. And that's where we quickly pivoted to it's airborne to wear a mask, but they didn't talk about eye cover enough because the eyes are also a portal of entry. 
hand washing. You can't have a sink right next to you. That's impossible. So alcohol sanitizer is convenient. We've been using it in the hospital for a while. It popped up everywhere. If it was 60% ethyl alcohol, it could help, but you had to do it correctly. It certainly could help, but we could have done a better job. Public health could have done a better job, I think, in educating us. But it takes a long run-up to do it because changing human behavior is pretty tough. And you have to really lay the groundwork and repeat, 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 repeat the messaging. And we tend to basically focus in on the shiniest object, so to speak, too, I guess. And the airborne aspect of this thing, I guess, in a sense, was the most frightening, if you will. The aspect of that instantaneous contamination, this stuff physically coming through the air and then invading your body. I mean, that's horror movie stuff when you really think about it. And it is. It is airborne because when you cough or sneeze, it comes out into the air. But it hits the next surface. Exactly. And if it's you, okay, you're done. But if it's not, you can do yourself in by touching that object that it did hit. Yeah. Yeah. You touch it, pick it up, and we call it the T-zone, the facial mucous membranes, eyes, nose, and mouth that makes a T. Then you've just inoculated yourself with that organism. And you can't see them. They're invisible. What's important is to believe that every surface could be contaminated. So don't stick a unwashed finger in your eye, nose, or mouth, which is a very tough habit. So if you're watching people driving, when you're on the road there, when you're passing somebody else, peek in and see what they're doing with their hands. They're rubbing, picking, licking, biting. I hate to say it that way. (laughs) My wife says, don't talk like that. I said, hey, that's real. That's human behavior. They just don't know what they're potentially doing to themselves. And they don't just do it in the car or the truck. You do it when you're out, when you're at the store, when you're in a meeting, when you're in class, which is why it spreads around classrooms and offices. So it's basic behavior of hand washing, hand hygiene, or I call it hand awareness which is knowing where your hands are and what they're doing at all times. You're listening to the Highway Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. If you would like to stay up to date on what's happening with Radio Nemo, please visit RadioNemo.com. You'll see the latest on the Dave Nemo Show, Dave Nemo Weekends, and the Tim Ridley Show. RadioNemo.com also has a blog section with news and notes from around the trucking industry. That web address is again RadioNemo.com. Now folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to the Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The trip down the highway to health on the Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Now let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Well, to answer my own question, if we could actually see the germs that are coming at us from every direction every day, I'd wear a soap on a rope everywhere I went, Dr. Sawyer. Exactly. And some people would wrap themselves in bubble wrap. 
Seinfeld fans yeah. can relate to the bubble wrap of the boy in the bubble. Remember that episode? Right. We have a call. We're going to circle in, of course, on some nuts and bolts and get into the Hand sure. in Hand Foundation. Dr. William sure. Sawyer is with us here this morning on Highway to Health. This is National Hand Washing Awareness Week, December 3rd through the 9th. And, of course, the Henry the Hand Foundation is behind it. And Dr. Sawyer is the inventor and creator there. And Henry the Hand is the website, henrythehand.com, henrythehand.org. Either one will get you there. Or go to radionemo.com and scroll down just a little bit on that first page, and you'll see all of the links for today. And Dr. Sawyer's Henry the Hand Foundation link is there. So, you know what? You're in Cincinnati. Fujimo is with us. He's in Ohio. Are you near Cincinnati, Fujimo? Yes, sir. I should say Snow Ohio right now. It's snowing, so uh, <laughs> I figured I'd give you a weather report. Doc, I got to hand it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Hand washing is definitely important, and I'll give you, for instance, years ago, I was at a bank, and this little girl, she had runny nose and coughing and hacking and gagging and stuff. And she handled the pen, and I ended up handling the same pen and ended up with bronchitis. Right. In my humble opinion, from what I've learned over the years, number one, we have to wash our hands. Number two, we live and die in our gut. If our microbiome is garbage, then, yeah, that's a big part of it. And we also have to be cognizant of who we're around and make sure that our respiratory system is 110% because this is the time of the year that all those little critters and creatures are out there. You're exactly correct. They are. It's critical that you and I and everybody else do not inoculate ourselves with these invisible right. organisms. And you're so right. It's the pen at the office, at the bank, it's at the checkout. You just can't see these organisms. And it's that right. unconscious behavior. So hand washing, if we did it frequently, and particularly before we ate, but if we broke our unconscious habit of rubbing, itching our eyes, nose, and mouth, it will keep us and help us maintain greater health during these, actually it's 12 months a year now, but it's the winter months seem to be the more difficult because of the dryness of the organisms really flourish when it's drier. Yes, sir. If you don't mind me asking a question, you said that a lot of these hand sanitizers are 60% alcohol. Is there an alternative to that? Because wouldn't that alcohol get absorbed into the pores of our hands yeah. and into yeah. our bodies? So what would be the alternative to that? Interestingly enough, the goal of sanitizers are you rub them on your hands and it, quote, if it's a high enough concentration and you rub it effectively, it kills the organisms on your hands. Now, the trick is, Hand washing with soap, basically when you do it correctly, it lifts the organisms off and then you rinse them off. So you don't have to actually kill the organisms on your hand. You just have to remove them. So what yes, some sir. people do is they will get wet paper towel, wipe your hands, wipe your hands to try to wipe it off. Baby wipes can wipe and remove organic matter from your hands. We do it on the baby's bottoms as well. So interestingly enough, alcohol can absorb, because our skin is the largest organ in our body, it became very convenient in the hospitals, and it just popped up everywhere because hand washing takes longer. So it became a convenient step in action, but it does kill when you do it correctly on the hands. Anything that can remove the organism. Actually, if you're in other countries, people use sand or dirt. They use ash. Aren't you actually physically cutting up the organism when you're washing? 
with soap to what it's designed to do when you lather it up, it takes those loosely attached organisms, sort of encapsulates them, and then the water rinses it off. So that's why soap works, because we all have these natural organisms that are on our hands that protect the integrity of it. That's why when you use alcohol as a sanitizer, it destroys the natural organisms on our hands, and they dry and crack, and you've seen what happens to them. It doesn't really break them up, but alcohol is designed to break up the organism if it's encapsulated. It goes down into the science of if it's an encapsulated organism or not. The alcohol kills the capsule, but it's hard to denature the unencapsulated organism. Check your steering wheels. Periodically wipe them, and you'll be amazed at what's on your steering wheel. Oh, didn't uh, I do that about a month ago? Yikes. Yes. Exactly. Again, back to the hand awareness. Right. Well, I appreciate that. One of the things I definitely take during the year is a pre, post, and a mid-biotic as well. I don't know if anybody's heard of that, but... Microbiome is critical. There's no doubt about it. And there are good organisms that we want to have in our body to help us digest. And then there are the bad ones that we keep hearing about. We shouldn't all be afraid of them. We just want people to know the correct behavior so that you're empowered as opposed to fear because fear is what a lot of people will use to help change your behavior. Dave, you had mentioned, what if we saw these organisms? What would we do? If we could see these invisible organisms everywhere, we would say we are under attack. (laughs) We have the simulation with a black light, which is a lotion. I call it germ potion. And then you turn a black light on and suddenly everything lights up to simulate organisms wherever. Those shocks everybody. Be interesting to see a public restroom. You've got your hot, your cold, your soap, and your microscope. <laughs> we need to stop talking and get serious here about the Hand Foundation because I want you to walk through the four principles of hand awareness. You've touched all these bases. This all started in 1999 during the first flu vaccine shortage in Cincinnati. So the principles are wash your hands before you eat when they're dirty. Number two is do not cough into your hands. Throw an elbow. Number three is do not sneeze into your hands. Okay, throw an elbow if you don't have a tissue. And number four is above all, do not put your fingers in your eyes, nose, and mouth, which is the most critical one for most of us because our hands are only clean until the next surface we touch which is horrifying to think about, but we don't know what that surface had on it. It's hand awareness, knowing where your hands are and what they're doing at all times. I say, let's spread the word, not the germs. I wish I would have thought of that one. I wish I would have thought of Henry the Hand because it's really brilliant and he really deserves a lot more spotlight. It's interesting, too. This is National Hand Washing Awareness Week. And I think that a lot of us think that hand awareness consists of washing your hands. That's about all there is to it. Hand washing is only one of the four essentials of hand awareness. And I think the key word here is awareness. You can have dirty hands and still not get sick until you can wash them. Yes, that's exactly the point. And people don't quite understand that because we haven't gotten the word out. Not since Bob Dylan said, my clothes are dirty, but my hands are clean. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I hope you'll come back on the show, Dr. William Sawyer. 
That closes out this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway Health Podcast through our website. Or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.